0: This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and Jay Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh, uh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app. And on FM 100.3 HD2. And on ESPN 1000 Chicago. No, 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 no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them, out, bring, them out. Bring, them out. bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out.
1: Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Oh god. Welcome in to the Captain Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Shay, we've got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this Waddle Wednesday. With open phone lines for you 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. And, Cap, every time you look around, we leave at 10 o'clock. We're going our separate ways, getting our... You know doing what we need to do for our family and for our lives and we just can't help it it pops up on our phone pops up on our televisions conversations about justin fields and what the bears are going to do with justin fields you know one of the questions i would ask this morning cap is do you want the bears to pull the trigger and we're talking about on justin fields because we know that there's some that don't want to see this happen but you know what you can't fight city hall When it comes to Justin Fields, I think it's very clear. It seems very likely that the Bears will have a trade partner for Fields at some point. But the question is, when will that happen?
0: I would think it's going to happen sooner rather than later if the Bears are going to move on. And it's amazing to me the number of people that are still holding on saying, there's no way the Bears are trading Justin Fields. They're going to get this massive haul and keep building around the quarterback. And I don't see it. I I told you the other day, I'm more convinced than ever, they're getting Caleb Williams. But my question is, how many landing spots truly are there for Justin Fields? Because I talked to Waddle yesterday, made a few other calls, and as I looked through the list of the 31 other teams, Mm -hmm. okay, let's leave Atlanta to the side for a minute. We'll talk about them in a moment. Okay. If you go through the other 31 teams, I want you to tell me, yeah, that's a definite landing spot. They're going to line up like a plane at O'Hare waiting to take off. Bam, we got to get them. Okay. Buffalo? Nope. Miami? Nope. The Jets, they got Aaron Rodgers. They're good. And I'll bring him in as a backup? Maybe. Mm -hmm. But what I said yesterday was, Justin Fields is not guaranteed a starting spot next year in this league if he's not with the Bears.
1: That is true. And and as you asked me the question, I'm thinking about not just the starters for these spots, but also the backup spots where it could, Justin, fit in. Okay. The Patriots. Yes.
0: Okay, potential. There's one. Yep. They do have the third pick also in the draft. Mm -hmm. The Ravens. No. The Cleveland Browns. I actually think that makes some sense to come in and compete with Deshaun Watson because I'm not sure Flacco's coming back.
1: Um, The only reason... All right. With the Browns, yeah, because that's P.J. Walker and and DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Right. So that's a possibility. Uh, Is that a firm two or just one and a half?
0: I would say that's... In my mind, that's two. Patriots and Browns. Okay. The Steelers, we're hearing, have no interest in someone coming in to compete with Kenny Pickett, if you can believe their longtime beat reporter.
1: The... Brad Biggs of the Steelers, Jerry Dulac. That, that'd be a mistake, OK? I would say that's a mistake. I like to have a veteran presence in there with Pickett. like, that might be his job, but you know, you know, Mike Tomlin, he'll put you in there to make sure that he gets over 500. Correct. It's telling you, like I don't know if that's a good idea, but okay, but let's leave them to the side. OK? The Bengals. No, OK.
0: The Houston Texans. No. And by the way, C.J. Stroud doesn't follow the Texans on Instagram either.
1: Oh, did you check so that? I, okay. Yeah, so I
0: would guess he okay. must be wanting out, too. Okay. Um, Jacksonville. No. The Indianapolis Colts uh, with Anthony Richardson. No. The Titans. Maybe. Maybe. So we've got three. Mm-hmm. We've got New England, Cleveland,
1: Tennessee. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs. No, they're fine. The Raiders with Luke Getzey. No, that's not. That's strange, bedfellows. That's not going to happen.
0: Okay. The Denver Broncos. Is <laughs> Peyton hitching his wagon to
1: Justin? I think he called Yurko. Sean Peyton said, uh, I call Yurko. No, thank you. Yeah. We'll Yurko pass. gave him all the intel. That he yeah, we'll pass. He's pretty good, kid. I don't know. It's not like Jared Stidham, Ben DiNucci. Okay. Okay. So probably, I would say no. And they'll probably draft someone or. Sign a veteran, yes. With okay. Russell Wilson being out,
0: yeah. The Chargers, Justin Herbert, no. Okay, we're still sitting at three. Okay. The
1: Cowboys, uh, no. Okay, the Eagles with Jalen Hurts, nope. Okay, that that's uh, duplicity, right? Or, or is that uh, that's kind of the same guy? Yeah, same guy but better. Yes. Okay, the Giants
0: with Daniel Jones. <laughs> okay.
1: Hmm. Okay, I'm going to say no for the, moment, for the time being.
0: Yeah, I don't see Brian Dable, mm-hmm. who's on thin ice out there after a rough year. Mm-hmm. I'm going from Daniel Jones to Justin Fields. No shot. But let's leave it to the side. The Commanders. Yes. Really?
1: With the second pick? <laughs> I mean, what, what do they have? So are they going to go with? Who are they going to go with? Whoever
0: they take it to, either Mm -hmm. Jaden Daniels or Drake May. Yeah, they ain't getting fields.
1: No shot. Need a veteran in there? Need some help? They got Sam Howell. He'll be their veteran. Is he? (laughs) Do you think Sam Howell would start? Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, Jake Fromm. One of
0: those will not be there, and they'll have a pick at number two. But
2: that's what muddies the waters. If you do want a veteran... Kirk Cousins is a free agent. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's a free agent. You have cap space. Like, why, why would you choose Justin Fields if you're looking for a veteran to teach a young quarterback?
0: Baker Mayfield's a free agent.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And they have already said, I think, or there's speculation that Tampa's going to tag Antoine Winfield.
1: Shay, one thing about me, I like chaos. Could you imagine? Listen, hoodie, (laughs) me too.
2: One of my big things in life is root for radio. There's nothing better for radio than just people going nuts.
1: (laughs) I like the idea of fields right there at two with the second team in the the draft, Washington, but I'd say no. Okay, the Lions. No. The Packers. No.
0: The Vikings. No, thanks. No way, Kevin. O'Connell. Okay. The Buccaneers. No. They'll find a way to... Tag or re-sign, I think, Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. The Saints, they owe Derek Carr a ton, and he had a better year.
1: Yeah, that's a no.
0: Atlanta. Possibly. Now, they pick at number eight. Shay and I were going over this before you got in here. Mm-hmm. They pick at eight. You're, are you telling me you're going to get... There's no way they're giving up the eighth pick in the draft and leaving like J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix on the board. I don't
1: think. I would not do that, no. Because you want to start fresh. Okay. Carolina. I'd love that. (laughs) Yeah, they've got Bryce. (laughs) I would love that. They're not doing it.
0: But that's a no. The 49ers. Nope. Okay. The Rams. Nope. The Seahawks. They just picked up the option or the $12.5 million payment on Geno Smith. So no. Okay. And the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Nope. That's it. So, I I want someone out
0: there, a Justin Fields cult member, to tell me where, what's the groan for? That's what they are, and that's fine. You join any cult you want, man. This
2: guy, he acts like they're drinking Kool Aid on a hilltop. They are. (laughs) They got (laughs) Jim Jones there, and the day he gets traded, who knows? They're all waiting for the Fields meteor to hit him.
1: Jim Jones. Does he have a layover on his. Oh, that's June Jones. Correct. beg your pardon. That's That's because I had a Hawaiian layover. I'm talking about the Kool-Aid guy. Oh, I um, see. So of
0: those 31 other teams, I would like one of the cult members to tell me, oh, God, they're going to give you a first-round pick because he's absolutely a big upgrade.
1: Who is it? The teams that we just mentioned are teams in which he could start. Of course, we didn't go through what he could be as a backup, and I think that that's also possible as well when you hear us talking about this once again we're not pushing justin fields out the door we're just saying that the combines right around the corner and when deals are made it's usually because all the gms and all of the the uh, front office people are there at the combine if there's going to be a deal made it's polls walking over to a hotel room or a private suite while this is going on saying can we talk let's have a conversation remember the text i sent you let's let's iron this out that's where he said last year He really laid the groundwork
0: with Scott Fitterer of the Panthers to get that big deal done. Yeah, but he also, by this point last year, he was already locked in on keeping Justin. I believe Shay, if you could check this, please, as I channel my inner Carm. Mm -hmm. uh, Check this, would
1: you? Oh oh my (laughs) God!
0: I I, I love Carm. I'm just having fun. Was it
1: last year? Was it this year? Was it last year? Was it this year? Look it up, guys. Back after this. Uh,
0: wasn't the day that we found out they were keeping Justin like February 1 I believe that is correct I think I, Albert Breer I think we talked if about I remember it. this correctly mm-hmm. tweeted on February 1 the first pick is for sale the Bears are keeping Justin Fields and then Poles was very honest with us oh, I could move that before the draft absolutely and he did March 10th March 10th ain't far
1: away kid that is true I feel like you feel like it's going to be a shake at the stick, as Al Michaels once said. If there was ever uh, an issue that's going to happen as far as Justin Fields being traded, it will happen before the draft. Way before the draft. way
0: before the draft. I think it happens before free agency. Mm -hmm. Because if you get the free agency and Atlanta goes, well, we haven't been able to get a deal done for Fields. All right. Sign whoever. Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins, whoever it is. Oh, that's landing
2: spots gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, February twenty seventh last year, Schefter Jeremy Fowler reported the Bears were interested in trading the number one pick.
1: Almost the anniversary. Yeah, almost the anniversary with today being the twenty first. About that. So think just so. I get the the question is is that you know when will this happen? I feel like at the combine I think the picture will be even clearer. And and the reason why that is, Cap, is because everyone's looking for the right quarterback. Everything goes through the quarterback and the offense you want to run. That's that's where we are in the league. We grew up in an era in which the running back and defense were paramount. That was job one. Run the football well, have a strong defense, but the quarterback means everything. You get that right, it really helps your ball club. And this is why with Justin Fields, there's going to be three, maybe four GMs that said, you know what, we could fix this. We have the right infrastructure for Justin Fields, a new start. We can fix it because the Bears could not. Let's just be honest. I can't tell you how
0: many times we'd get a call about a basketball transfer Mm -hmm. and you'd go, I know he's got some issues at two different schools. We could fix him. He's 6'9". Sure. Take it. Now, the question then becomes is, what's the price? I'll be stunned if they get a high first-round pick.
1: I don't think that that's what it is. I Shane, think who
0: are you telling uh, Hoodie and I speculating that Atlanta would give up the eighth pick?
2: Well, you had the Kuiper stuff, which he then walked back after the fact. Uh, but now it sounds like stuff's kind of materializing. And I'm not saying anybody's saying they're giving up the eighth pick, but yesterday there was uh, uh, Jordan Schultz and NFL Insider reporting that he's un- of, of the understanding Fields will fetch a late first-round pick and the buzz that... Atlanta is really interested in acquiring him, is growing. So Uh, Ryan Pace works in that front office. How desperate does uh, their GM, Terry Fontenot, get? His seat is hot. He has got to be feeling it. Just had to fire a coach. Just had to hire a new one. Disappointing year last year. Everybody believes it's a win-now roster. You really going to... Place your future on J.J. McCarthy, a guy most people, including I think everybody in this room, thinks should not
1: start year one. He should not start year one. No, he should sit behind a veteran and learn because it's got to be more than just running the football or him running with the football. I mean, he was babied at Michigan. Let's just be honest. And that's just kind of the offense that they were running. Run the football. Because Jim Harbaugh is an old school meatball coach and an old school football fan like we are. And the meat of potatoes is running the football. That's what Michigan did. They ran over people. There were some passes here and there, but not many. You could have have taken the the HD out of your TV and just put on regular color. It could have looked like a game in 89. That's the way he was running his offense. It was effective. Okay, but that does not mean that he can't pass. Can. Can,
0: yeah. Correct. Yeah. They didn't need him to. Mm -hmm. you remember a few years ago the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo went to the Super Bowl? Mm Mm-hmm. In that AFC or NFC title game, I believe Garoppolo attempted nine passes. That was it. And after the game, a media person said to Kyle Shanahan, basking in the glow of his victory, yeah. You're an offensive wizard. Why would you only try nine passes? Because the run was working. Why would I not? They ran it down their throat. I know. And that's the same thing at
1: Michigan does not mean he can't do it. Let's see. I want to see it. Didn't see it often, didn't need to because that's what Michigan was about offensively.
2: Yeah, nobody's saying he can't do it, right. but like we were talking pre-show, it reminds me a lot of the Zach Wilson stock rising in mm-hmm. that draft when it was a lot of he can do it all. We haven't seen it, but we know he can. That's I feel like that's what's happening with JJ McCarthy. Not to say he can't or he's going to be a bad player. I think there's a path for J.J. to be really good in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's high first-round pick, start year one, get the keys to a franchise. That, to me, might be disaster.
1: But he's only 20 years of age. Oh, yeah. Well, these are young players. Yeah, I mean, look, there's always room for growth. They're saying that watching him every week, it's just kind of like, okay, this is the offense that they've put around McCarthy. It's a run-first offense, and it was very effective. Strong defense as well to lead Michigan to a national championship that Georgia allowed them to get. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. My stance on this, Cap, as we go to break, my stance on this is that that Justin Fields, if traded by the Chicago Bears, the Bears can get themselves a first-round pick. I think a low first-round pick, but I think they can. I think they can get a low first-round pick and and more. And if I said to you, there are not many places where he's
0: going to go in as a starter.
1: That's fair. I think we laid out at least three, at least three places where he could be the starter, maybe or, or, or compete, maybe or, or compete for the job, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. but I would not be
0: stunned if he goes in as a backup next
1: year. He's not the, not shocked. He's not the dirt under your shoe because there's ability there, and he's still a young man. He's only twenty four. Yes, still a young man, and still has ability to be able to work this out for his vision to be better, to be able to get the ball down the field. There's hey, there's still room for a young guy. We you know we bellowed about Laurie Marketing and how the Bulls gave up him, on him so quickly, or Wendell Carter Jr., guys like that. Point is though is that you never give up on young guys, but if you if they need a fresh coat of paint to a new place, let them go. He's got too much ability to just be yeah. cast aside. So one of the best athletes on the Bears. Point is though is that if you want to turn the page, you just better be right. Tom's saying to polls and anybody else listening up there at Lake Forest, you gonna turn the page, you better be right. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. My partner does not think that the Bears will get a good return for Justin Fields, as in a first round pick. Yes. Yeah, so, what do you think? I think low first round pick, again for teams that are desperate, and there's a number of them in the National Football League. Let's get your thoughts on this on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show.
0: If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. <laughs> Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago.
1: Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number, Cap. I believe that Justin Fields, if the Bears are going to trade Fields, can get a first-round pick. I think it can be later on in the first round, but I believe that they can. Because I can give you a, I can give you the positives, and I can accentuate those positives and hide the negatives in this. The positives are that he's still a young man. Positives are is that some GM will think, you know what, the Bears don't know what a good quarterback looks like. You know what, I'm going to get Justin Fields on the team, and I'm going to straighten him out. We have the infrastructure to get this done. He can run with his legs. He does have a powerful arm. Yes, he has more touchdowns and interceptions, Cap. I can put that on the resume as well. He does, even though some of those interceptions were crucial at times. But you know, it's the Bears, the bungling Bears. I think he's worth the first round pick because he's not just some aging veteran that we're just picking up the scrap heap. Here's a guy here that in a second uniform, can really help us out to get to the next level from a B to C quarterback. That's what I would say.
0: Okay, so are you telling me what's a f- late first-round pick, 25 to 32? Yeah, that's usually that's pretty late. Okay, well, I don't see a team that would do it. The Packers, they're not taking him. Mm-hmm. The Bucks, they're not taking him. The Cardinals, they're not trading for him. The Bills, the Lions, the Ravens, the Niners, the Chiefs. So that eliminates, all the way, for me, 25 to 32. Let's go down and say 18 to 24. All right. The Bengals? No. Mm-hmm. The Rams? No. The Steelers? Uh, that's at pick 20. Excuse, just be careful
1: now with Steelers. Could be.
0: Yeah. Be well, I careful. mean, we keep hearing no, but maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dolphins? No. The Eagles? No. The Texans? No. And the Cowboys?
1: No. By the way... I did have some people in Miami ask me, so what's up with Justin? Because maybe they are not happy with Tua or feel like Tua's hit his ceiling of success who's in Miami. Who's the backup? Mike White? I'm not sure. I think it's Mike White. I'm not really sure.
0: So early, who's the backup in Miami? Got to be Mike White. Could be. Um,
1: Carm. You, go ahead, Carm.
2: Yes, Mike White. Thank yep, you.
1: Go ahead, Carm. Uh you- <laughs> You go. Think it's Mike White? Is it Mike White? Is it could be Mike White? Is it Mike White? Just check that out. All right, let's check that out, guys. Boys, check that out. Back after this.
0: (laughs) The Jags, they're not taking him with seventeen. The Seahawks aren't taking him at sixteen. The Colts, the Saints, the Raiders. I mean, we're all the way down to pick thirteen. It's. I don't see them getting a first-round pick. I do not. And I think there are very limited spots for him to be a starter in the league next year. He
1: has to rebuild a little bit. Yeah, because it's either you're going with the rookie or a second-year guy or an established veteran. There's or really, there's really no in-between. In and there's really no in-between with that. It's either a rookie, second-year guy, or an established veteran that you already believe in. That's what that's what the quarterback list in front of me looks like. And so for Justin, you've got to get in where he can fit in. But again... As his agent i would tell you i got more i got a lot of positives you got a lot you, hey the list of negatives are that makes sense to me but i'm telling you that he's still 24. oh and he's loaded with ability yes great athlete loved in the room like he's got uh, so many positives i love to see him with washington Three one two three three two 332 espn i just love that <laughs> that that visual of him in a commander's uniform Trucker John is in Macon, Georgia, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. John, good morning.
3: Good morning, Captain Hoodie. How are you guys doing today?
1: We're well. awesome, man. How are you?
3: Good, good. I, I, I wanted to get in on this conversation cuz I'm visiting Chicago. I'm at my brother's house and he had the radio on. So I had to get I got to get in this cuz I used to um I I lived in Chicago for about 20 years mm-hmm. and uh I I had an opportunity to to move to Georgia for for work, and I took the opportunity. To, I was tired of the cold weather, so uh yeah. I've been I've been down in in Georgia for about almost ten years, and we've been having this conversation about quarterbacks and everything like that. And, and 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 I really believe that if you guys want to get rid of Georgia, Justin Fields, send them on down to Atlanta, Georgia. We'll take it. We'll take them, no problem. I give you that pick, no problem, because cause the last the last year was the, the quarterbacks that the Atlanta has had. Uh I think that's an upgrade and I really don't want to deal with another rookie quarterback that's twenty years old. Uh so I, I would I would most likely I would love to give you the eighth pick. Take it here. So
1: so Justin Fields over Taylor Heineke. That's what you're telling me? Yes. Please. <laughs> Please. Wow. Okay, let's, Please. let's all right, let's put it together, John. Let's put it together. So Justin Fields is the quarterback. You have a young running back in B. John Robinson who didn't get the ball enough for me. I thought he exactly. should have the ball more. Kyle Pitts is a tight end that's still untapped. I mean, that guy again underutilized in the offense that the that he's been in. I like Kyle Pitts a lot. You have some, exactly. some you got some guys in the defense that can make a difference uh, for this Falcons team as well. So
3: and they, and and uh, let me cut you off. with a yeah. say and Raheem Morris is the, the defensive man of the coach. He's going to fix that defense. I already believe that.
1: Yeah. What another we opportunity are, to that, coach?
3: We're, we're already set up.
0: That defense is pretty darn good right now. Yeah. And I can't believe you would give up the eighth pick and not add Dallas Turner, Jared Verse, maybe a left Tap. tackle. Cap, cap.
3: Have you seen the quarterback that we had this year? Really? I don't think you have to give up the eighth pick to
0: get Justin Fields. You give up your second round pick. I think Paul well, takes. Like,
3: like you were saying, like, like you was just saying earlier, that the, the, uh, what, what Shay was saying that the GM is on a hot, a hot seat. He got to get it right. That is, I'm, I'm not taking. I'm not taking a chance. I'm like, hey, go to take it. I, I, I'll give it to him. Y'all want to get rid of him? Yeah, send him down here. I'll take him.
1: And I love the idea that Radio Raheem got another opportunity to be a head coach. I think that works in Atlanta. exactly.
3: I, uh, I thought that was a great pick. Yeah. I don't want no Bill Belichick up in here. No, don't please. Sit his ass on. Sorry. <laughs>
1: okay, John. Hey, trucker
0: John. Have a great day. Have a hey. good stay in Chicago. How about that? Right. And our next caller, Steve. He's out on the road. He has a, a very interesting
1: point that you and I have touched on before. Steve is on 294 on Cap'n J. Hood. Steve, good morning. Yeah, Hey, good morning, guys. Love the show. Thanks, man. Hey, so uh, as I'm breaking it down, listening to you say, you guys just went through the whole
2: list of the NFL, and you essentially said there's, there's, nobody, there's not real, real market for a first-round draft pick for Justin Fields. But then, why do we hesitate the decision over taking Caleb Williams? I mean, if everybody says, you guys barely have a second-round quarterback as your starter, but that's going to be good enough for us, I think there should be no hesitation taking Caleb Williams.
0: completely agree with you, Steve. You make a valid point. Like, if we're searching for a landing spot, and we have the highest-rated guy on the board is ours if we want him, and his background checks apparently are coming back A-plus as a teammate for people around him, mm-hmm. the players that he's played with. Why? What is the hesitation here?
1: Like, if if Justin is that good, wouldn't teams be lined up to get him? Yes. But, but again, Steve, as we went through the list of teams, some teams already have their quarterback in place. Like, you're not moving out a Josh Allen for... For Justin Fields, you're not moving a Jalen Hurts out for Justin Fields. Like, there's so many established quarterbacks now that have it, you know, as the number one guy. Then there's young guys, rookies that you want to see it develop, and then Justin has to fit in somewhere. Like we mentioned, three teams at the at the minimum that he at least can compete for the job, may, maybe not win it. So, I, so, yeah. so we get I guess, the point. I, you know? I, yeah, I mean, I
2: guess the final thing would be so. Okay, so do we want to second-tier or third-tier quarterback is our quarterback, Chicago Bears. Right? Yeah, Steve, right, I, if, if, if
0: Cousins goes back to Minnesota, is Justin not at the start of the year? Is he not the fourth best in a four-team division?
1: I would agree with that. Yeah. Because we're talking about Jordan Love. So you are talking about Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. All more accomplished at this point. Steve, we appreciate the phone call, sir. Thank you. All right, see you guys, have a great day. You too. All right, 312332 ESPN 3323776 Justin Fields is going to tell us why he unfollowed the Bears. You're going to hear from Justin Fields. Why did he unfollow the Bears in IG? Find out next. Cap and J-Hood. Weekday morning, 7 to 10. That would be me. Nice. Checkmate 1-6 landing suppression on target. That's why I see him in the shot. Shot, shot or the- no shot with Cap and J-Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That's why I see him in the shot. Good morning and welcome in to the Cap and J-Hood morning show on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood with you. Now time for a Shot or No Shot, and it's brought to you by...
0: Every ESPN bet, Jonathan, now live in Illinois. Sign up today and you just get 100 bucks in bonus bets with any bet.
2: sports book. Bet the Good morning, to is J.W. North. Good morning, boys, on a Wednesday hump day, halfway through the week. How we feeling?
1: Feeling great. Feeling great. Lot awesome. of college basketball on the tv because there's no nba a there's a lot of nothing else on the tv oh, i mean i got shows to watch i've been watching some stuff on netflix so catching up on stuff there um but to see yukon number one yukon go down to creighton crushed unbelievable cut it to 10 i think at the very least and then creighton just went away that uh their head coach mcdermott Greg McDermott. Hell of a coach. He's a hell of a coach. Yeah, man. So, great game. That was the highlight
0: uh, for me last night. I'm excited. There's a great hockey game tonight. Boston at Edmonton.
2: National TV. I'll be locked
1: in. Here's Shane Norling. Shane? All right, let's
2: get started with shot or no shot. Wow. <laughs> you got to move quickly. Uh, that was quick. We have to, right? Cap's like mid-sentence. I'm like, oh, hold on. All right, let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'll watch some middling...
0: Green, UNC Greensboro against Murray State. I'd say you got to start watching
2: television shows. I don't watch television. Cody, this is for you. Shot or no shot. Weeks like this, there's very little sports, live sports. We are in a dearth outside of college basketball. Cap's got to start watching TV shows.
1: Oh, it's a shot. I mean, but I mean, it's his TV. I mean, I, I just think being in watching a series and getting caught up in it, I always think that's fun. Especially if it's of your interest. You're, you like comedies? You like that, right? You like comedies? Yeah, I'm just... So it's fun. Not a TV show guy. <laughs> Occasionally. But, uh, Unless he's hosting it. Here's Shane oh, Orley.
0: Oh, oh. That's true. All right. <laughs> I, mean,
1: I mean, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. I'm talking
0: about like a series. There's yeah. a few that I enjoyed. I enjoyed The Sopranos, Breaking Bad, The Wire. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like a weekly thing. But, I got it. I've only watched one episode of this year's Curb.
1: Yeah, we got to catch up, man. There's only like three. Yeah, there've been three. I think that's it. Yeah, so far we got to catch up, man. Got to watch those two. I don't want to give it away, but it's been really funny. The first one was great. I just finished The Night Agent, as a matter of fact, on Netflix. Really good show. I don't know if you've seen it, uh, Shay, but uh, The Night Agent's been very good. We just finished it last night. You know what comes back tonight? Love is Blind,
2: the second part of their new season. God. dude! I sat on the couch. Every time my wife has watched it, I just walk right by like, no, thank you. I'm not interested. Saturday, for whatever reason, I just sat on the couch and watched with her, and I was glued to the television. I mean, that is riveting TV. So weird. I can't wait till she gets home tonight. We can sit down and watch Love is Blind.
1: I, haven't watched, I have not watched it this season, but I've seen the previous two seasons. Just... Such a weird thing for those that don't know. I mean, you're in a relationship or, or you're trying to date, but there's a wall between you and the person that you want to go out with. But there's a whole bunch of people. It might be eight guys and eight women, and you just keep almost an interview process to find out if this is your match. But you don't see them. There's a wall between you and the other person. And just based on conversation, you determine whether that's your match or not. It's a, it's a, it's a bizarre show. It's well, interesting. Do
0: they have to tell the truth to the answers? No. They can do whatever they want. So you could say, um, do you smoke cigarettes? Nope. And then you get them and they smoke like a chimney. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do
2: you you enjoy working out? Oh, yeah, every day. And then they obviously don't. Correct. There's a whole viral moment from this season where one of the girls tells her... uh, Guy, she ends up actually getting engaged to that she looks like Megan Fox, and during the reveal, he says she kind of lied to me when she said she looks like Megan. You
1: look Megan Fox. You look like Red Fox. (laughs) Right? (laughs) You big dummy. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. I was glued to the television. It's so messy. God bless. All right, brother, what do we have for shot or no shot? Uh,
2: (laughs) All right, the Bears got some mixed news yesterday on their quest to build a stadium in Arlington Heights. A proposal in a preliminary split decision was given. would reduce the property tax valuation while keeping the tax rate the same. This would mean the Bears would pay a lower property tax on paper, but still quite a bit more than the 10% vacant land tax that they were looking for. So shot or no shot, this is the best they're going to get. This will be the nail in the coffin for Arlington Heights.
0: Uh, I still believe that's where they're going to end up. I'm still betting on Arlington Heights, so I'm going to say no shot. Arlington Heights makes the most sense. Yes. First of all, if the White Sox beat them to the punch on the land downtown, I don't see it having two stadiums there. No. And what is the, besides having a nicer stadium, what is it being in the uh, south lot? really do for them. You still get the same nonsensical traffic patterns and all the other stuff around there. For the 78? No, for the bears if they built on the south lot of oh, yeah, the soldier yeah, field. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: that's why. Yeah, that that Again, this is something that's been thrown out there by Mayor Johnson and by Kevin Warren. Uh, I would say that that's not a good idea. It's still the park district. You want to have your own. You want to get away from that if you can. So, and to me, Arlington Heights and this is the long play when we talk about politics, you and I have read about this and seen this in our lives for a long time, Cap. It's all politics. It's the long play. Arlington Heights is the spot for the Chicago Bears, I feel. I agree. Uh, so, though, so no, I, like, I think that's a distant second to be able to go back to Soldier Field or the surrounding area. You don't want to deal with that anymore. People got, are so complaining about the parking situation, doing the penguin walk from one side to the other, all that stuff. I think Arlington Heights to have your own like Bears district. That's what the Bears I think really want. Agreed. Yeah. All right, Shay.
2: All right, Tim Anderson finally what? received a contract offer yesterday. Ah. According to Bob Nightingale of USA today, the former White Sox All-Star received an offer from the Miami Marlins worth $2 million on what is likely a one-year deal. It's not entirely surprising to see his value being so low. Last year, a negative two-war season. It was effectively the worst everyday position player in Major League Baseball. Shot or no shot, this valuation, $2 million for one year, for a guy who was once the face of the White Sox, completes one of the greatest falls from graces in Chicago sports history. Whew.
1: Um, well, on the, on the surface, it looks like that. That's a shot because it's not just the White Sox. It is baseball. You know, the, the idea that we're under 6% of African-Americans in baseball now, and Tim Anderson was a, a shining light on that, being with the White Sox. I think that that game that the Sox played against the Yankees When he hit the Iowa, home run. It's huge. Huge. It's huge for the sport that he was the one to be able to be the catalyst of that. Um, so, if he just becomes just another guy with the Marlins, that's a pretty big fall.
0: What if Justin gets traded for a second round pick and is competing in another city and is out of here? That's a pretty precipitous fall from the.
2: Yeah, but he joy was never. We had when he was drafted. But Tim was a star. Justin was never a star. Tim was like. That's fair. That was national television. Like, that was a big deal when he beat the Yankees in the. Uh, Field of Dreams game. That's, that's fair. He was approaching becoming one of the faces of
1: baseball. Now, maybe the resume is short, Cap, for, as far as Tim Anderson, but he was, he was the hit king for a year, was he not, in the American League? He was. That matters. That matters. And being one of the faces, one of the outspoken faces of baseball for a guy who didn't even like the sport coming into it, just did it because he was athletic. For him to be able to be on that level for the White Sox, and again, it's the Sox, he's not a Yankee, he's not a Cub, not a Dodger. But the point is, though, is that for what he did in that game, that put him and the White Sox on the map. He's more accomplished than Justin.
0: Yeah, after he hit that home run the next day, I remember snorling at him as one of the five greatest players in baseball history. I wasn't even working here
2: yet. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even have this job yet. Uh, (laughs) So So you remember nothing.
1: Wow. So he would be the shortstop, yeah, with the Marlins. Maybe Berger and uh, Anderson on the left side of the infield? Because Jake Berger's still there. And they
0: Reportedly, didn't they say, in fact, the back page of the Sun-Times, there's a picture of Jake Berger in a Marlins uniform with Tim in a little uh, like, drop-down. Mm-hmm. And supposedly they went to Berger first and said, would it be okay if we brought Tim
2: here? I How is he as a guy? I saw that on Twitter yesterday. I can't imagine that that's true. It was from some United Kingdom Marlins fan with a podcast. No, but my question
0: is, why wouldn't they ask him? What's he like in the room? The, the, the Cubs do that all the time. Theo told me they would ask players all the time, hey, this Norling guy, you played with him, what's he like? Before they made any move.
1: Yeah, there was the same thing, Shay, or something similar to someone casting aspersions on Anderson saying he may not be a good teammate. But you don't want him in your locker room. Something along those lines. I saw yesterday. I was sk- uh, skipping through. I'm like, well, people don't know Tim. Then, like, why would they? Tim. That Tim- was never an issue. No, his personal life is separate from him being a ball player. Now, again, big time fall offensively, defocused off uh, defensively. Like, I felt like his personal life was on the field last year. Correct. But you can understand
0: an outsider's perspective seeing him openly talk about. The issues he was having in his marriage and all the things. He openly talked about it on a podcast, which stunned me.
1: With Ryan Clark. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that.
0: Stunned me. So if you're a GM in another town, you go, I got a young ball club here. What's this guy really like? You would ask someone who played with him. I mean, I'm sure Berger said, good dude in the room.
1: That works. But, but to your point, that is a shot, Shay, because of who Anderson was and what he meant to the team, changed the game. I, I mean, I, maybe Brooks Borey would have the, the numbers on that. I have no idea the type of influence. The influence in, in black um, baseball fans that went to the ballpark to see Anderson. Impact in that community. Yeah, it's a great I, I, question. I have no idea what the number is, but I would imagine that, that that did matter. Anderson, one of the few African Americans on the White Sox and in baseball. Yeah. So I would say the added impact. So, yeah, I would say that's a shot. Okay. Now, hopefully, you can pull the nose up. Hopefully. Shake.
2: All right, rumors have started to pop up. Michael Jordan will be in attendance this weekend for Chris Chelios' Jersey retirement ceremony. This after Michael missed the Bulls' Ring of Honor night, where his entire team was inducted and many others into the Bulls' Ring of Honor. Michael was absent. He posted about his absence on social media. But shot or no shot... If he does show up, and I say if because we don't know, if he does show up for Shelley's, uh jersey retirement, but miss the Ring of Honor, Michael Jordan hates the Bulls.
1: That's a shot. Wow, that's a shot. That's I mean, just a hard. I shouldn't even say a sheepish, sheepishly. I mean, that's just a shot, man. Because all right, two things, Cap, as you well know. One, this was fumbled by the Bulls and Michael Reinsdorf. You just don't rush it on the calendar. This should have been known for 365 days. Hey, by the way, we're going to have a ring of honor. Guys, we're going to honor you. And you know what? Make sure it works for your calendar. We're telling you a year in advance. It just seemed like it was just rushed in there just because Steve Kerr was in town. Steve Kerr was in town, so you got to do it while Golden State's playing. Nonsense. Nonsense.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to say he hates the Bulls. He may be estranged from upper management. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Because he's always said, I will always love Chicago, love what we accomplished with the Bulls. Maybe, just maybe, it's you know Jerry and Michael. But you got to find a way to patch the the difference up. You have to. You got to. He's the greatest player in the
1: history of the sport, man. This it's a disconnect, though, Cap. It's a disconnect. Oh no, no question. Just yeah, you know, just this weird video, just like I'm I'm super bummed, that couldn't be there. Like, like bummed. Who wrote that? Yeah, right. Jordan's never said bummed in his life until he read that. Uh, but hey, read this, Michael. <laughs> I'm super bummed, that couldn't be there. Luke, Harp, please <laughs> you know, Pip. Yeah, just the whole thing was poorly contrived. Very disappointing. I, I would say that he if he's there for Chelios, if he does come And he's not there for the Bulls. His team, his jersey, and the championships are all in the Raptors, of the United Center, and he couldn't show up. I mean, I blame the Bulls, but also this has to be patched up. He's not the owner of Charlotte anymore. He could be able to be around the organization every now and then to show up. Bulls need a win. I'm not talking about on the floor. I'm talking about as far as the court of public opinion. They they need a win. Jordan would be a huge win for them. Bring him into your ownership group.
0: It's fine. Michael's got money. He's not asking you to hand it to him for free. Cut him a deal. All right. We're going to give you 1% of the franchise for X amount of money. Sure. We want you back involved. And you have a right to buy the team whenever we decide to sell it, which may never happen. But there's, there's got to be a way to have a meeting of the minds
1: here. I agree. Shay, you got one more?
2: Or is, um, or is
1: the well dry? Let's, uh, let's get to around the NFL. Around the NFL is coming up, and don't forget Waddle Wednesday at 835. We'll talk to Tommy at that time. We're glad that you're with us on the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show.
3: Follow Chicago's Home for
0: Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and J. Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Football sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator.
1: I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a
0: really thickly built guy. I mean, what answer are you looking for on these
2: things here, huh?
1: Now time for Around the NFL right here on Cap and J. Hood on ESPN 1000. We will be with you until 10 o'clock. Then Mike Greenberg comes in at 10. Carmen and Yurko, 12 to 3. The Wadlin Sylvie from 3 to 6.30. Black of Abdallah, 6.30 to 8, right into game night. Around the NFL with Shea Norling. Shay?
2: All right, Hoodie. I'm going to get to a free agent list here in a moment, but I want to fill you in on what I was just doing. I checked all of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL to see if they actually follow their teams on Instagram. Okay. And I have to tell you, almost all of them did. Really? In fact, the only two who don't are C.J. Stroud and... Zach Wilson, I guess three, because also now Justin Fields. Those are the only ones who don't follow their team. That Mm. means the biggest surprise out of this exercise for me, Russell Wilson follows the Denver Broncos on Instagram.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) For now. For now. (laughs) So that's uh, great research, by the way. You did that quickly. How did you do that that quick?
2: That's easy. You just type the player, go to the account, go to following, search the team.
1: I'm saying, but it's 32 of them you did that quickly. Didn't didn't know the show was that bad today. Here's Shane Orland. I Orling, can Shane. multitask.
2: Wow. I can do two things at once. Two things at once. All right, Blackhawks. Here's two Shane chicks Orling. at the same time, man. <laughs> what?
1: Office <Martha laughs> Space. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> it's a great movie. You know what? That's something to watch if you don't have anything to watch uh, at night. Put that back on. No, Offer we need him to watch plastic.
2: something he's never seen. Oh, well. I want you to watch Love is Blind. No. You're going to enjoy it. No, no shit. You're going to go, oh, my God. Yeah. You and Mindy together, you'd have
1: a blast. All right, let's get... <laughs> She's almost Amish. She doesn't watch anything. She really Let- uses electricity. Correct. Yeah.
2: Let's get to this list of free agents. The perfect landing spot for the top 50 players in free agency. A couple interesting ones in here. Okay. Uh, most of them... The perfect landing spot is the team they're already on. Chris Jones, the top free agent on the market this year. Best team fit, Kansas City Chiefs. I personally think it's the Chicago Bears, but hey, what do I know?
1: I wish it was the Bears. Ah! But I understand. You'd be with the champs. Do your thing, Chris. Ah. God, he would be such a monster ah. on our team. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Understood. All right, Kansas City. Next one.
2: Uh, Josh Allen, the number two free agent on the market. This is the edge rusher out of Jacksonville, not the Buffalo quarterback. Uh Uh, 17 and a half sack season in 2023. His best team fit is the Jacksonville Jaguars, probably because there's zero chance they're going to let him leave.
1: Yeah. uh, Why would you? Right. Why would you? There's a guy that's a difference maker for Jacksonville. You need more of those, by the way. I know we put put an avalanche on Trevor Lawrence all the time, but there still needs... You need some talent on that team for them to be, be a perennial playoff team. So, yeah, that makes sense. All right, next one.
2: Uh, Kirk Cousins at number three. This is where we have a change. Best mm. team fit Atlanta Falcons for Kirk Cousins.
1: Mm.
0: Well, I know Minnesota is not going to guarantee all his money. but I, I
2: don't think he's going back there. To Minnesota. Yeah.
0: Okay, but if... Would you guarantee all his money? I wouldn't. Coming off an Achilles at 35? No, I'll, I'll give you a good contract if I believe in you. My doctors clear you. But all guaranteed? No.
1: I would not either. Too bad, too bad it's not baseball, Cap. You only get 5000000 million. <laughs> what, him, isn't they, it crazy? And they cut him off at the knees. you right. get $5 million to baseball. He'd right. still be out there waiting to get a job. Crazy. If it's baseball. Um... Any other suitors besides Atlanta, though? Washington is a, is going back to Washington.
2: No, I don't think so. They're okay. gonna. I think they're gonna go full bore with whatever rookie they take. I think the interesting one's New England. Would you want that? Um, if you take Marvin Harrison Jr. third, I think I can wrap my head around it.
0: Yeah, yeah. But if I'm him and I'm not going back to Minnesota where I built my life, I'm going somewhere I think I can win.
1: I just, yeah, New England. Win.
0: You're not winning right away in New England. The you're defense not. is fantastic. You're not winning right away in New England. Why? Because that
2: team stinks. No, don't they, The defense was fantastic. What are you talking about? That offense. they had Marvin Harrison Jr. and Kirk Cousins, and you draft a couple of linemen and get the defense is great. They have 70 million in cap space. I don't see why it's such a horrible situation.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't go there.
2: The vast majority of NFL rebuilds are not as long as you like to make them out to be, especially when the defense is in place and as good as it is
1: with the Patriots. Every time we have these uh, free agent quarterback or quarterback movement questions, I still think about Denver. Kirk Cousins in Denver, how that works with Sean Payton. Could be, yeah. Um, All right. Uh, You know what? I don't don't think we could come to a consensus on this with Kirk Cousins. Atlanta, I, 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 I like
2: Atlanta for him, but it just... I don't know. Feels like a culture clash a little bit. What do you mean? Oh, you know what I mean. No, I don't know what what do you mean, Shay? <laughs> Kirk Cousins, quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons, just doesn't feel right. Feels a little dirty.
1: Does it? A little bit. What's the matter? You think he can navigate through the poles? <laughs> I don't mean Ryan either. And the glitter and the baby oil. What do you Doesn't it just feel a little off? <laughs> you think, you think the squeaky clean image does that work in Atlanta, Georgia? The, the the NFL's poster
2: child for good old boy. I don't know if that works for quarterback the Atlanta Falcons. Might be on me. This might be my own That's bias. That's so funny. But it's like the. The team that brought us Mike Vick going to Kirk Cousins. I have an issue getting my uh, head around that. Also,
0: by the way, New England's defense, it's not fantastic now. Ranked 15th. That's pedestrian. Let's just be clear.
2: They have multiple weeks. We're consecutive uh, weeks. we're about the multiple weeks thing. No, I'm 15th. I'm looking at ProFootballReference.com. Pretty
0: reputable site. Doesn't have any bias. 15th and what? Team defense rankings: fifteen. New England sorted Patriots. by what? I, a bunch of categories. It's I don't not know. a
2: composite. It sorts by a certain category. It's probably yards. I'm just telling you, it's a defense that had consecutive weeks where they allowed ten or fewer points, and they lost those games. Why? Because their quarterback blows. Not because of any other reason.
1: Is that true, Cap? What does it say there?
2: It <laughs> says, What's Pro Football Reference telling you? It Says that. New England, fifteen. Quarterback blows. Snorling overrates the defense. Okay, fair. Uh, (laughs) let's take that. (laughs) Cap, your thoughts on the culture in Atlanta not being good for Kirk
0: Cousins. I think the culture will be fine. I love Raheem Morris. He's got a great rep in the league. He'll be fine.
1: What about the strip clubs? Jay Moore. Jay Moore there. Jay Moore, can I ask you a question? Yep. Could Kirk Cousins be able to work in Atlanta? Magic City, wings? Oh, everybody thinks mm. Atlanta is just Buckhead. What, what about what about what about outside of Cobb County, mm. right? Probably has to get a little Fitz magic going on. <laughs> Fitz magic would work there, yeah. Sure. but I don't think your cousins. <laughs> That's pretty funny.
0: I have a T-shirt. I'm, I don't know if I still have it. I bought one day a Magic City T-shirt. I bought
1: online. Yeah, I actually remember this. Remember that? Yes, I do remember this. Twitch chat bringing
2: up a good point. I forgot about Matt Ryan. We all did. (laughs) (laughs) He found a way. (laughs) Somehow. See? uh, All right. See? It's a great great point. just doesn't work for me with Kirk. Kirk in the Falcons jersey. I can't look at Kirk Cousins and go dirty bird. I
1: can't do it. He'll never be in the city outside of playing there. He'll be in the suburbs the other six days. He'll be 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 going to Braves games. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously. I understand the point, but as Twitch says, Matt Ryan found a way. Did. He was fine.
2: Honey, we're going to live in Marietta. Uh, Marietta. There's a good uh, target there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Uh, Daniil Hunter, edge rusher, Caps, man crush. Best team fit, the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah.
0: It's a good fit, but he fair He's a good fit right here in this town. Yeah. Yes. Montez Sweat, Daniil Hunter. Now, if I can get Chris Jones, all right, I can pass on Daniel Hunter. But guess what? If Chris Jones is truly aligned with the Chiefs and he's staying there, yes, and I probably would too,
1: go get Daniel Hunter. He's great on the Bears, though. Oh, Can you squeeze in one more?
2: Uh, Yeah, only two players on this list were matched with the Chicago Bears. One, Jalen Johnson, duh. The other, Jonathan Greenard, edge from Houston. Had 12 and a half sacks last year with the Texans. We do spots for them, Granger. Jonathan Greenard. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Terrible. Just terrible. Um, Twelve and a half sacks, you said last year, right, for the Texans?
2: Sixth best pass rush win rate in the league. But I know everybody in their car right now is going, who?
1: Right. But you just laid it out. I mean, a productive guy. Uh, The right defensive end. Probably cheaper. That's a bargain shopping thing. What about T.
2: Higgins? T. Higgins, uh, guess who? Guess what team was matched to T. Higgins? It's not hard. Cincinnati? Yes. Bears. I'm telling you, Cap, get his mom on the show. We're going to sell her. That'd be and then what? she's going to sell him.
1: She's, you're going to do what? <laughs> you're going to do what with her?
2: <laughs> you're
1: gonna put We're, her on, on, we're you're, going
2: to sell her on the city of Chicago. Okay, thank oh, you very much.
1: I was trying to get a streak. Yeah, I mean, my God, you going to sell her? She, yeah, how about that? How about that, Jay? He's trying to sell that woman on Black History Month. I'm going home. There I you quit. go. Put on the auction block. She's a pimp. <laughs> hey, wow. I'm going home. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> That's enough. Let her make make a turn so we can all see you. Enjoy the rest of the show, boys. Good luck, Mrs. T. Higgins. Make a turn so we can see. My God, why did he say that, Cap? Why did he say it? Oh my! You
0: know these guys.
1: These guys. What are you you talking about? Why did he say that, Cap? I don't know. Let's sell her. What? (sighs) Do they not see me standing here and Jay Moore (laughs) right on the other side of him? My God. That's okay. She's not a Hulk. I mean. (laughs) She's not.
2: Listen, now Cap and I both have put our foot in our mouths it's about this.
1: So
2: Jay Moore slaving away on the board back <laughs> I
1: mean, seriously. Does anyone listen? Do they know we're standing here, Cap? They don't. <laughs> Tom Waddle with Waddle Wednesday coming up next. As I call HR, we will take a break. <laughs> I'm and, going home. And come back with more with Tom Waddle right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Hello, HR.